Are you ready to take your business to the top? Well, strap in and hold on tight. You're listening to the Top of the Wall Podcast from Redwall Marketing. Business and marketing strategies to lift you above the competition and over the wall of mediocrity. Now, here's your host, J.R. Griggs. Hey, it's JR here with Redwall Marketing, and today's podcast is going to be sort of a like a conversational uh, episode, if you will, just about uh, business in general and some observations. As as I just uh, returned from a trip to Canada, I was up there about three uh, three weeks. Uh, it was about a month total in travel time. As uh, took about three days to get there. It was, uh, you know, we, we had obviously the, my wife and the three kids, and so we actually opted to drive. Uh, my wife wanted to see the, you know, just see the East Coast through driving, basically, as, as she's always loved long drives, and uh, we've done some RVing a little bit, and so she kind of missed that. And uh, so it just worked out better uh, financially, uh, you know. Uh, realistically whatever to drive rather than fly and deal with all that and so we packed all three kids into the car and and drove up there and so uh it was you know an interesting trip to get a chance to see my wife's family where she was born she hasn't been up there since she was uh about seven years old so it was a lot of fun to get up there and uh meet some of her family and see where she was born and the kids had a blast and uh, you know, driving up there was, was fun. It had its moments. I mean, we have a two-year-old, so it had its moments where we weren't sure if we were going to survive or, or how are we ever going to get there. We have to keep pulling over. Um, it was interesting. We had, what we did was every time we pulled over, we tried to find a place that had the biggest area where he could just run. And we just let him run, just let the kids chase him and play tag or whatever, just get out and let him, you know, tire himself out running. And that seemed to be the trick with uh, helping him, you know, get the most out of his moments out of the vehicle. <clears throat> so it took about three eight-hour days of driving, <clears throat> roughly. I mean, lots of stops in there. And um, we stayed in hotels, uh, the, you know, the uh, a couple nights. But, you know, it was, it was interesting just traveling and um, seeing – the the different styles in business as you go through town and the different uh, ways that businesses operate uh, and, and just state to state and of course in Canada you know and and I talked about in one of the recent episodes about small town type marketing and how uh, the coffee shop I was at uh, you know, is, uh, but by the way, if you're ever in Cowansville and want to check it out, it's called the Rendezvous Cafe is the name of the, the coffee shop, but, um, small town marketing and, and how to build a small town business and how it differs from big city business and how you operate. You know, there's a, there is that big difference in how you can market and how you deal with your customers. Um, and so that is a valid, uh, you know, issue to be aware of with your location, as we talked about in that podcast. And then there's there's also just this general concept of, you know, just doing business right. Um, I I put a lot of emphasis in marketing, and it's not uncommon to hear me talk about how it doesn't matter how good your product or business is if you can't market it or sell it, it's it's not going to do any good. Nobody's going to know about it. And that's very true. And then there are some exceptions to that. There are some 
businesses that never market and they're just flooded with business. They don't need to advertise. They don't need to market. They're just packed with customers because of how good they do business. Well, that's a form of marketing as well. If you've listened to the podcast or heard me ever talk about how marketing is everything, you'll know that that running your business the right way is part of your marketing. And sometimes that could be – it is possible that that could be the only marketing you need. You know, it's, it's not going to be every time. But there are businesses that simply live off their reputation. They thrive off of how good they do business. They don't need to advertise because their their customers are constantly advertising them. Uh, they're constantly being interviewed in magazines or news or whatever because of how great um, you know they are at their business. So there is some truth to that that you can run a business extremely well and not need to advertise. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. If that's you or your location, small city, big city, off a highway, on a highway, out of town, whatever, you need to run your business right. You just need to do things right. You need to, you know, keep it clean, keep it friendly, you know, just do things the right way. And, you know, nothing's, um, I don't want to say nothing, but there's one of the best ways to really see this in action is just travel a little bit and stop in the different businesses and see, get out of your comfort, basically get out of your local area because you do businesses or you do business with certain businesses right now in your local area based on experiences or who you know, or convenience or whatever. Well, get out of that, like go out of state travel. Many of you travel for business already. I mean, I, you know, I've been to several, you know, areas that that have shocked me in my travels for business, and several areas that were just amazing. And you know, as you travel, you're looking for a few things. I don't know where I'm going to eat unless you go to a chain. Where are you going to eat? Where are you going to stay? Uh, what place are you going to get a coffee at? And again, unless you're sticking to just chains, you don't know what to expect. And even with chains, by the way, you don't really know what to expect. You don't know if this particular McDonald's you get a coffee at is going to be clean or dirty. You don't know if this particular Starbucks is going to be the same as the one near you or is this hotel going to be the same as the one near you. So when you get out of your element and you travel, you start to notice things. And, and back a while ago uh, – I have a – there's a video I put out there. I think this was actually about about a year ago actually, a little bit less than – or a little bit more than a year ago, sorry, where I was in Texas uh, for some business meetings and I talked to my son who my wife had called and my son wanted to talk to me. He was, uh, I don't know, 11 at the time and uh, or 10 maybe at the time and had asked me uh, what I was doing and I mentioned that I was writing up some, some stuff for work and, and – watching a movie in the background and he um he made the comment you know oh they have tvs in texas and i was said of course they have tvs in texas what did you think texas was and he said he thought texas was um a lot of cowboys and you know farms and you know just he's thinking wild wild west stuff because he hadn't been to texas even though he's done studies on it it's just typically what you see and and i remember just laughing and thinking about how you know texas is obviously no different than uh Anywhere else, it's it's maybe got a little bit of an accent, but for the most part, it's the same as Florida. And, um, businesses are the same, and you know, in Texas as they are in Florida, there's uh, you know barbecue places and other things like that. But you know, businesses run just the same, and there's this misconception that business owners have about how uh, 
you know, your business is different or your customers are different. And the fact is they're all the same. They all want the same thing. Okay. Whether you're in Florida or Texas, people are going to be the same. They're going to respond to certain things the same. They're going to respond to a clean business and a clean bathroom and a friendly greeting the same as they do in any state. It doesn't matter, right? Um, so your business needs to be running at its prime at all times because your customers are the same no matter where they are. So it doesn't matter what business your state is in, your customers are looking for um, a friendly greeting, a clean location, fast service, um, or whatever it is you specialize in. Again, if you're a sit-down, slow type of restaurant, then that's what they're looking for. Don't rush them out. Um, But your customers are the same no matter where you are. And if you do a lot of traveling, pay attention to the decisions you make and the experiences you have with hotels or restaurants or coffee shops or whatever it is. Pay attention to that experience because you're going to notice that you start to favor certain things. You're looking for certain things, okay? And and that's a big deal because that should teach you what your customers are looking for. You know, we left here and I remember at certain places I'd stop. It just, there was just a certain feeling of just, um, you know, you could almost tell where you were. Even though you didn't know where you were, you could tell if it was a safe neighborhood or not based on the way the, the gas station looked. And, and, and uh, for instance, one stop, I can't remember what time it was, probably four or five. I think it was four in the morning, actually, because I remember uh, I drove – the first night we left at night. We followed some advice to drive overnight, let the kids sleep. Well, that didn't work out too well. The kids slept, but my wife was miserable and so was the baby. He doesn't like sleeping in a car seat. So that didn't really work out well. But I remember the first coffee I got was like four in the morning. I made it uh, that far without needing coffee. And the place I stopped, immediately on the door was a sign that said, uh, the gas station didn't look, by the way, too clean or anything, but sign that said, uh, no hoodies allowed. And I'm thinking, you know, they don't allow hoodies in the store. So there's a sign saying that if you're wearing a hoodie, you can't go in the store. So now I'm assuming they've had problems with people wearing hoodies in the store, maybe because it's got the pockets that you can steal easily. I don't know. Um, but they had a sign specifically saying no hoodies. And I just brushed it off and I go in and I get my coffee. And as I'm paying, there's a box of uh, uh, DVDs being sold uh, in little covers, like little uh, the little sheets, the little paper sheets. And the first movie there is The Expendables 3, which is – Still in movie theaters. <laughs> so here's this this gas station that must be having some crime problem with people wearing hoodies because it, it, it doesn't they don't want hoodies in the store. Maybe it's a bad area. I don't know. It's right off the highway. I just saw a sign. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, so I stop in. Again, the place wasn't dirty, but it wasn't the cleanest gas station, but it wasn't bad. But right off the bat, I'm being greeted with a sign that says no hoodies. So if I was traveling wearing one because it was cold, uh, that would have been awkward. And at the front counter, there's a, a box of bootleg DVDs being sold. Now, I don't know who owns this place, if the owner was the guy I was dealing with at that moment or if this was his son or if this was the, just or some employee. But here's a, a business trying to stop illegal activity, I'm assuming, because of the sign uh, about the hoodies, but it's also selling illegal DVDs. And maybe the owner doesn't know this, but think about what this business is portraying and what it's attracting. I mean, think about how this 
this gas station is being perceived by me who knows nothing. This isn't a favorite gas station of mine. I didn't go there because I know the prices are particularly low or that the coffee's great there or that the, the service is friendly. I don't know anything about this place. I stopped in because it was a sign that said uh, there was gas and I knew I could get a coffee and I had to get gas. So I got my gas, I got my coffee and I leave and I'm left with this experience of like, wow, they're selling illegal movies. They don't allow people with hoodies. I don't know if I ever want to go back to that place again. So my, my perception of that place was immediately formed. I don't know it. And as an outsider, I have a different view than people that maybe live nearby there. Maybe certain people that live by there like that place uh, because they know they can get movies there because it's convenient or maybe they have good coffee. It wasn't horrible, I don't think. I don't remember. Uh, it was four in the morning. I just needed some caffeine. Uh, you know, the, the place, I didn't feel uncomfortable or unsafe. But then again, it was only four in the morning. It was like nobody there. I think I was literally the only person shopping there. Um, but it's interesting how people perceive your business when they've never been there. Uh, you know, later on down the road, you know, as we drive, I stopped at other places. I can tell you this. I, I tended to try to stop at Pilot or Love's because we know them. We know those are locations that uh, have everything you need as a traveler, so we, we did stop at those a lot um, because we knew we knew what to expect. We knew they were going to be clean and friendly, so that we typically looked for those. But when we pulled over and didn't, there wasn't a truck stop we knew or a travel center we knew, we did tend to look at the one that had the uh, cleanest appearance, which one had the brightest lights. Which one looked clean? Which one had uh, the nicest looking building on the outside? That seemed to be an indicator to us that we were going to find a cleaner bathroom for the kids. We were going to find better tasting coffee, um, less likely to be contaminated coffee. Uh, we might we, we felt like we were going to find friendlier service. So, you know, think about that when you're traveling. What do you look for when you pull over and see a truck stop or a gas station to get coffee? What do you look for when you're by yourself versus being with, uh, you know, your wife or kids or your husband or kids or, or a friend? What do you look for? What's Think about, really think about that. What makes you choose a business that you've never heard of before? You're in an area you don't know. That's a great eye-opener as to uh, literally what your customers who don't know you are thinking. You know, we had gas stations we went into that was like, oh my gosh, this place was crappy. And gas stations we went to was like, oh wow, that was really nice. You know, there was uh, a, a BP we stopped at, I remember, that I just remember as I'm filling up my coffee, I'm thinking if it wasn't for the sake of time, I wouldn't be getting coffee here. It, I mean, it's just it just really was bad, just the experience. The gas was... <laughs> higher than anything we had seen in the area. But again, convenience and just getting back on the road. We got gas there. I got my coffee there in this horrible styrofoam cup uh, with these horrible lids. And um, it just it just was a place that like we would avoid that place if we knew it was there again. If I got off at that exit again, I'd try a different you know gas station in the area. But we made decisions based on the way places looked. Um we we solidified our opinions based on the service and how it looked inside and based on how things went. That solidified whether we would ever go back there again. Imagine if we were just moving to the area and stopped in, right? I mean, that would make a huge change on how we ever viewed that business again or whether we would ever be back again. 
And this is what your current market's doing. You have people moving into town. You have people passing through, people who may be traveling to work that pass that way all the time. If you're a service industry or whatever, you need to think about that. If you're a retail location, a gas station, a restaurant, a coffee shop or whatever might be you know, visited, people are you – know, they're making these impressions. What is your – does your business meet the standards that you hold or that your best customer would hold if they were traveling to the area for the first time and choosing to do business with you or choosing to do business with you again if they were ever in the area? That's a big question. Does your business live up to that standard? And, uh, you know, like I said, traveling is a good way to think about that. It's a good way to, to, to get out of your comfort zone and think, what do I look for? You know, as we traveled through, we made opinions about gas stations and coffee shops and other places based on just the outside appearance, number one. Did it look clean as we drove by? Um, and and, and how, how did we feel when we left? You know, we uh, traveling up there... We, I'm trying to think of the, the first hotel we stayed at. Um, it wasn't, my wife wasn't um, too thrilled with the first hotel we stayed at. It was up in Maryland. Um, it really wasn't bad. The room was clean. But I got to tell you, the, the, the hallways were really dirty. It was like like stuff on the wall. And we, we don't, you don't have a chance to inspect a hotel uh, before you get your room. You could, if you really wanted to, you could. But it, it was uh, – we got off at an exit. We looked around. We saw what we saw. We, we looked up some uh, um, reviews real quick. We picked one we were comfortable with and, and, and in the budget we were looking to spend for the trip and, and we stayed there. And um, the room was clean. I have to say the room was clean so can't complain too much there. But um, you know, my wife was kind of concerned about it because of the – appearance a little bit on the outside but we ended up staying there and it turned out to be nice but when i mentioned that we should stop by there again uh on the route the home she didn't want to so she was not you know even though the inside of the room was clean the outside appearance ended up bugging her so much that she didn't want to go back so that's saying something that that's an indicator right there now again if it was just me it's a little different it's different when it's just me versus with my wife and kids uh my my cost for a hotel room goes up drastically when I have the wife and kids with me because I'm not as picky. <laughs> I've uh, you know I've stayed at places that weren't the greatest and just didn't care. I, I'm there to sleep and leave. You know, uh, in fact, we on the way back we saw a Motel Six. We got off at an exit. We were driving. It was late. We were trying to make up time. Got off at an exit. There was like three hotel choices. We didn't really like either. The Motel Six actually didn't look bad from the road and. And I was like, well, let's stay there. Um, and I look it up and, you know, it was only like 50 bucks, I think, for a room, 58 bucks for a room. And my wife immediately says, I don't want to stay there. Uh, at that price, it's going to be crappy. And I was like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the area. Maybe just this area doesn't warrant high prices. So we, we, we drive around the building. And I think it was like a mattress leaning against the wall in the back. And, and just some of the lights were out and... And she just immediately was like, nope, we're not staying here. <laughs> didn't even They didn't even have a chance to earn our business just from the way the outside looked. And I said, okay, let's just keep driving. So we kept driving and eventually saw a sign for Comfort Suites. And uh, it said free breakfast, which was something we looked for every time because we could wake up, go eat breakfast, and then leave. And it was kind of nice. You didn't have to make a second stop or figure out what you were going to eat. So we were always looking for the free breakfast. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously knowing that's included in the price of the room, they're more expensive, but it was just convenience, you know. Uh, so we, we see a comfort suite sign at an exit, and I decide, okay, 
we know Comfort Suites is generally good. Let's pull over and check it out. So we pull over, and she's looking up reviews on Google, and, and uh, you know, again, that was a big deciding factor. Every time we looked up the reviews, every single time, by the way, very important here, we looked up reviews. We did not stay at a single hotel without going and thoroughly scrutinizing the reviews for that hotel, okay? So it is very important for you to be using the review systems available to you with Yelp and with Google, primarily Google, because that's probably what people are looking you up on, and that's what we were using. So we looked it up. The Comfort Suites had decent reviews. As we got off on the exit, we couldn't see the Comfort Suites, but we did see a Best Western. And as we were looking at the map, we looked at the Best Western, and again, we had stayed at Best Westerns before. We knew they could be hit or miss. It depended. The reviews were glowing, like four stars. Everybody was happy, cleanest place, friendliest staff. Oh, my gosh, this place is amazing. Still couldn't find the Comfort Suites. Uh, it was hidden off the road, and they didn't have very good signs to where it was. So we eventually ended up settling on the Best Western, which was $10 less, by the way. And had amazing reviews, better reviews than the Comfort Suites. We get in there, staff was extremely friendly. We get up and she's, you know, talking to us about our trip and helping we have a good night and a safe trip and uh, really friendly, really clean. Get to our room, exceptionally clean, uh, probably the nicest we had stayed in of the, the three, just the, the one my wife was the ha- most happy with. Um, you know, we had breakfast in the morning is again, it's a continental breakfast. What, you know, you're not expecting gourmet food here, but we ate, we leave. Uh, by the way, what I love about those, those continental breakfasts is when they have the waffle machine, because we don't eat waffles a lot because we try to avoid white bread as often as possible, but I will tear up some fresh made waffles in a waffle maker, (laughs) like no one's business. But as we left, my wife says to me, we need to write this place down for next time, because we already plan on making the same trip next year, we need to write this place down and stay here again. That's how happy she was with the place. We need to stay here again. Let's write this place down. Don't forget this exit. Don't forget this hotel. I want to stay here again next year. She's already telling me that we need to make sure we, we stay at that one. Okay. She doesn't want to take any chances, even though it was about an hour north of where we would need to be on the way back. To make an eight-hour trip, she didn't want to take any chances. That's where we have to stay next year. That's the impression she got. Why? Friendly service, clean place. They just did business right. That was it. The only thing they needed to do was do business right. They didn't even need to advertise because it was a different hotel that brought us there. It was the Comfort Suites that advertised and spent money for the billboard. But because they were hidden off the road and we couldn't find them, and the Best Western had better reviews for $10 less, we stayed there. I don't even know if the Comfort Suites was that good. I'm assuming it, it is. I, I've had good experience with them before. But man, they didn't even have to advertise. They just had to do business right. Okay? They had good location. They're off the highway. They did business right. The hotel is clean. The The breakfast was good. The, the, the lobby was clean. The hotel staff was super friendly. That's all it took. That's all it took to earn our business and earn it again next year already and to get a recommendation. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Best Western earns a recommendation uh, on, on this podcast because they did business right. That was the big factor with hotels. So when you travel next, what's going to be the big factor for you? Now, if it was me, I might have stayed at the – I'm going to be honest. I'm going to stay at the Motel 6. I don't care. I just – uh, yes, it was it was it was a nice hotel, and I liked the experience and all. But 
I'm I'm also the type that's like, look, I just need to sleep and get back on the road in the morning. Do you have a clean bed? If you have a clean bed, I'm good. Okay? Uh, my wife's more like, no, no, no. The room needs to be clean. The toilets need to be very clean. The whole place needs to be clean. I don't want to see any dirt at all because if I see a simple smudge in the hallway, it means my, my, my bed is infested. That's the way That's the way my wife thinks about it. And uh, it's probably good. You know, uh, I would have stayed at the Motel 6. It's good that she... Uh, you know, uh, keeps my standards higher, I guess. But that's that's how it worked. So when you travel, think about that. Think about what makes you stay at a hotel. You're probably looking at reviews just like I am. So don't don't buck against against the trend of reviews because I talk to too many business owners that hate reviews. They hate the new system of how easily people can write things about your business. Don't don't embrace it. And do good business because that could be the key to your survival uh, going forward right now because it's the key to many, many businesses. They're looking at reviews. Your customers are looking at reviews and making their decisions based on that. And that's exactly what we did when it came to staying at a hotel proximity to where we were, were at or where we were going to be at that time was a key factor and your reviews and photos, by the way. If the hotel didn't have photos, I didn't consider it really. It had to have photos on Google Maps, okay? I looked through the photos to see what the room looked like. I showed my wife what it looked like. Those were factors, big factors, okay? So with any business, again, the same might go true for restaurants. We didn't really do that when it came time to eat. We were more like within the hour window of us getting hungry for lunch or dinner, Um we decided where we were where we were going to eat. Uh, breakfast, obviously, each hotel we stayed at. I think, yeah, each hotel we stayed at had breakfast, so that didn't matter. Uh, lunch, you know, around noon, one o'clock, started to get hungry. Whatever was coming up, we'd look for signs. We'd see something that we liked. We'd pull over and we'd eat generally. Okay, um, so that wasn't as big of a deal. But others who may be looking for a better uh, meal or looking at a restaurant probably would have been looking up food and looking up restaurants dinner we got whatever was nearby the hotel we'd look around to see what was nearby the hotel and then we'd eat but again you know we were we were sticking mostly with chains that we knew i don't think we ate at any places that weren't um a chain we we tend to stick with what we knew when we stopped for dinner um or lunch so that's that's a important factor um you know and, and honestly if there was another place that had reviews we might have stayed there but those were big deals so as we traveled, we looked for cleanliness, we looked for good reviews, we looked for, um, you know, well-lit, secure-looking places. That's what we looked for. So in your business, whether you're on a highway and travel or not, how do you look? When people are driving down the road, does your gas station look like it's the type that's going to sell bootleg DVDs and have a sign that says no hoodies? Or, or does it look like the kind of place that a mom's going to say, hey, that's pro- that place probably has a clean bathroom. Let's stop there. Because guess what? There's a lot of moms and dads who don't want their kids going to a bathroom that, um, you know, (laughs) uh, looks like they're going to come home with a disease. So the outside of your building and the way it's set up is what's giving us the impression of how your bathroom looks. And a bathroom is very important when you're traveling, and a clean one is very important. And there's a lot of uh, business you could be losing just on the, the appearance. And again, not just on a highway, just down the street. Going to, going down the street, going to a friend's house. Got to stop, go to the bathroom. Well, which one are you going to stop at? The clean looking place. That matters. Just do business right in so many scenarios. 
uh, and it's going to make the difference in success or failure. Just do business right. Clean the place. Have a friendly staff. Provide a good service. And, you know, you, you, you can thrive. You, you know, I talk a lot about the shows like Restaurant Impossible, Kitchen Nightmare, Hotel Impossible, Bar Rescue. You know, some of these places, not often do you see them go in and, and pick apart their marketing. But what you will pick apart is the cleanliness of the place, how it looks, how it's decorated, how it's organized, how well the staff is, how well they know their menus, how friendly they are. Are they smiling? Is their uniform clean? Is the place well lit? Can you find it? Can you see the sign? A lot of times it's just doing business right. You know, you don't watch those shows. They don't go in and tear apart their yellow page ad or their billboard or whatever other advertising they're doing. You know, those are big factors, but they'll go in and, and, and these businesses are generally failing because they just aren't running a proper business. They're just not clean. They're just not friendly. Those are big issues to consider. Um, and again, whether it was the U.S. or Canada, you know, Canada, we, st- we you know, I, I, I've talked about the coffee shop we had uh, we, we, we visited a lot. That was, um, again, very friendly, and that's why I continued to go there. I continued to work from there, get coffee from there, get food from there. We trusted the place, the town. They seemed to know everybody in town. That was a big deal. Um, the uh, other places we visited were simply because they just they looked kind of cool. They looked great from the outside, or um, that, you know, we heard good things about them. That was a lot of up there. It was a lot of word of mouth stuff. It was, Oh, you got to try this place. We tried a, a Chinese restaurant, which happened to be opened by the owned by the same people that own the, the coffee shop. But we kept hearing these rave reviews about the dumplings. Got to go there and try the dumplings. So we went there, you know, the whole town was talking about it. Everybody seemed to be talking about it. So we went there and ate. Those are all factors in how you're getting business outside of your marketing efforts. Okay, everything we're talking about here is really outside of your marketing efforts because it's just doing business right. It's just running a proper business and making sure that your customers are happy, that new people are seeing, people that have never been there are seeing it and going, wow, that's the kind of place I want to eat, stay, sleep, do business with, have be my plumber, whatever. Uh, just doing business right. So I hope that, you know, this, this, uh, as, as it was for me, just again, as every time I travel, it's always an eye opener for me. Every state I go to, I'm looking at the decisions I make. Why am I stopping here? Why am I okay with this business? What are they doing different? Uh, I'm always looking for those things. So I want to encourage you to do that yourself when you're traveling, uh, start to jot down why you did business with certain places. What changed your mind about a certain place? Why did you stop at a certain place? Stay at a certain place? Eat at a certain place? What was your experience? Why would you go back? Why would you never go back? Uh, and then start applying those things to your business because that's how your customers are thinking. That's how it works. And sometimes we're so busy working on our businesses, we're not seeing those things. We're not paying attention anymore. And that's just so critical to do. So next time you're out traveling, hopefully you were able to learn from my experience here as we, we took this trip and and um, just the, the, the things that, you know, a month is a long time. That's actually the longest I've ever uh, been on a trip, the longest we've ever gone anywhere. Usually it's a couple weeks at the top, at, at, at the max. I mean, uh, it's a week or two. Um, yeah, I think the last big trip we did, we, we did the RV thing. We were like 10 states in two weeks or something like that. It was it was pretty, pretty intense. Um and that was, uh, you know, again, another eye-opener. Where did we stay? Where did we stop? What did, what did we like about the businesses? So pay attention to those things. They're important. 
you know they 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 should be they should be um lessons for you life lessons so hopefully you you learned from that from my experiences through my eyes how we did business in 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 all the states from here to Canada and in Canada and again the number one factor very important was just do business right that's it that was a big deal because all the marketing in the world is not going to save your business if nobody ever wants to go back okay it's just not going to happen do business right take care of your customers do the right thing run a clean business an efficient business a friendly business take care of your customers they will come back they will tell people about you they li- they will leave good reviews they will see you from the highway and say wow that place looks clean it does work it's not the only way to grow your business of course but it works and it gets people talking about you build something exciting build something remarkable build something that makes your customer happy talks about you, attracts them, and I promise you, your business is going to grow. Take that for uh, for what you can this week and uh, get out there and travel. Start looking at businesses. Get out of your area. Get out of your local comfort zone and see what makes you do business with people. I think you're going to find the same common denominator. It's the businesses that do things right that are earning your money. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Top of the Wall podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the great episodes coming up for you. For more resources and tools to take your business to the top, visit redwallmarketing.com.